Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Main and Magic podcast, your stop for all things Disney. I'm your host, Dawn Brown, and this is episode 48. Whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney Entertainment, I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll pixie dust your experience, and we're picking up lots of new friends along the way. You can catch the links to our audio recordings on our website at mainandmagic.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Just search for the Main and Magic podcast. After the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. In this episode, Katie and I discuss recent Disney news from around the world, including returning favorites at Walt Disney World, closings and travel deals for Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line's new ship, and more. In the second half of the episode, we spill tea and opinions on the Bob Chapek issue and a Disney College program issue that still has our minds racing. So join us on the red car trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and magic. Welcome aboard, everybody. Come on in, climb up, grab a seat, and chillax with us. Today, we are actually going to be doing kind of a news dump. We don't really do news shows, but every once in a while, there's just like a lot of stuff coming out all at once, and it's fruitful to have a conversation about it. So we're going to be chatting about everything new that's happening, things that are kind of coming back at some of the resorts, some changes that have been made in other Disney experiences, and uh, we'll, of course, share our opinions about said things. And for those of you guys that hang out till the end... Katie and I are going to blow off some steam about something that we recently <laughs> learned that is giving both of us an aneurysm and we what? have to, <laughs> we have to let the steam out. So, uh, <laughs> so of course Katie's here and she can say hello. Hello. We're going to go by resort basically just kind of down the line here. But I think the first thing that we should talk about is the thing that has my heart all completely and totally for all of time. And that is there's character meals returning at Walt Disney World. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So excited! So we've got three specific ones to talk about real quick. So the first one is happening on September 20th. And that is lunch and dinner at the Crystal Palace with the characters from Winnie the Pooh. Um, I don't, are they already doing the breakfast? No, they are actually not that I'm aware of. So I actually just had a client who is in Disney right now and asked me to see if I could find a character meal for them tomorrow or, or Wednesday or Thursday. And there were six to choose from. And Magic Kingdom did not have any, so. Okay, because I know they are serving breakfast there. They just don't yes. have the characters, I guess. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so well, you guys will be able to get lunch and dinner. I've, I'm trying to remember. I don't know that I've ever done lunch or dinner at Crystal Palace. I don't think I have. I think I've only done it at 
1900 park fair same but yeah um yeah so that's happening on september 20th and then on september 27th my most yes (laughs) the the best character breakfast except for i don't know because chef mickey's is also like up there for me but the ohana best friends character breakfast returns at the polynesian resort uh so that's just a a week after the crystal palace one um that's on september 27th and have you done that one katie oh yes yes we did that in 2020 okay so it's still delicious it is yes that pog deuce Mm. well that and the breakfast spread oh my lanta yes (laughs) (laughs) so good delicious (laughs) I may or may not have stuffed rolls into my purse at some point. Yeah. But yeah, they're delicious. <laughs> and then following that up a week later on October 4th, we are getting the return of Minnie's Beach Bash Breakfast at Cape May Cafe at the Beach Club Resort. I have done that one. I have not Once. done that one, but reading when I was reading this and all I want to go do now is go there and taste the salted caramel beach buns for breakfast. Say that three times fast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like I'm sitting here and it says, including the mouth watering. Yes. As I'm reading this, my mouth is watering. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of big news. Cause we've still been waiting for those things to return i'm honestly surprised it took them this long to bring back ohana but i guess with all the construction and everything going on over there it wasn't really necessarily a primary concern but uh yeah so that's happening let's see the next big thing well you had that you wanted to talk about food and wine festival yeah um so food and wine festival started this week and it goes until November 19th. So anyone who is thinking of wanting to do the Food and Wine Festival, there is still time to plan a vacation. Go down for the weekend, check out Food and Wine Festival. You will not be disappointed. Um, lots of Eat to the Beat concert series are going on, including Joey Fatone for our NSYNC fans. Um a lot of the food is the same from years past. There's a new one that I've saw that was a fry trio. And you get to taste three different types of French fries. I um, saw that too. That I was like, I amazing. want that. <laughs> that that, that cart really... ran out of fries. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did. They have a fry flight, which includes sea salt and vinegar. Yum. Barbecue bacon mm. fries with smoked aioli and a sweet potato casserole with candied pecans, toasted marshmallow, and caramel whiskey. Yeah. That sounds strange. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that last one. I don't, I'm not a big sweet potato fan, but I mean, I would try it because why not? Yeah, I'm but. not big on sweet potato fries, but it does sound good. And then a lot of the stands that are the same in years past just have some new new options to choose from. It's always a fan favorite. Okay, so 
Was there any other food things that you wanted to mention? I know they do a lot of stuff the same each year, which I get because you can't come up with like 400 new things each year. Like that would be insane. And people have their favorites. Like they're expecting to come back to certain things. And I'm I'm sure like they have, you know, this one didn't do so good. So let's try something else. And if it rises to the top, we'll keep it kind of thing. But like, I would cry if I went there and they didn't have the beer cheese soup. Oh, I know. <laughs> like the potato, you know, like that's, I expect that to be there. So, and let, and, you know, some kind of creme brulee thing in, in, at, in the France pavilion. In France. Like, oh, I yeah. just, yeah, I expect that to be there. But yeah, I know Swanky Saucy Swine oh, is back. I, I cannot even say that. <laughs> I had that last year. It was delicious. Yeah, it I remember you so talking good. about it. So now I'm like, it's all I can think about is they want to go there yes. and eat that. I mean, but, if you okay. need an adult weekend, head on over sometime before November 19th. Go check out the Food and Wine Festival. It's always a fan favorite and definitely worth it. Yeah, so good. Okay, and that goes till the 19th of November. Yes. Which is just before Thanksgiving this year. So Thanksgiving yes, is like the Saturday 24. Yep. So okay, it's the yeah. Saturday before Thanksgiving. Okay. Cool. Okay. And then leading off of that from Food and Wine Festival, we jump into Christmas announcements, which yes. basically Christmas is back. It is. <laughs> for for real. <laughs> yes, it is. So they've got Mickey's very merry christmas party coming back the actual christmas party not the whatever the heck they were doing before i don't even know what it is called the special nighttime event now it's at now it's the actual christmas party again with all the shows and parades and special hot chocolate and cookies and all that stuff so that goes uh november 8th till december 22nd so you can get and if you go in the beginning of November, you can hit up your food and wine and very merry Christmas party at once. Yeah, you can double up. I mean, if you can go for like 10 days, you could triple up and get Halloween in there too. Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> but we did do an entire episode on Christmas at Walt Disney World back in episode 29. And I'll link it in the show notes. But it is pre-COVID Christmas that is coming back. So you're getting Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. You're getting all the, you know, holiday decor and all that stuff at the hotels, which they did do last year. Uh, you're getting the holiday, the Christmas tree stroll at Disney Springs. You're getting Candlelight Processional and the International Festival of the Holidays over at Epcot, along with the cookie stroll and the storytellers and all that stuff. Like there's even the frozen holiday. What is that at the studios, Katie? You saw that, didn't you? Uh, for fro- with Frozen with the sing along. Yeah, the, that's what that's it. The sing along. Yeah. yeah. They add a special ending to the Frozen sing-along, so your show gets extended a little bit. Yeah, and they're doing uh, the Merry Menagerie over at Animal Kingdom. So everything that we talked about in our Christmas episode, it's like Christmas 101, basically, 
in episode 29 is what's coming back. So if you're heading down there for Christmas this year or looking at possibly going, please, you need to be booking that like yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Especially if you have a certain hotel you want to stay at because they do go quickly. And certain parks you want to visit on certain days. Right. You got to get on that. ASAP as possible, as Michael Scott would say. Yes. Uh, so that's that's big news. I th- think that's all we had on our list for Walt Disney World. Other than this one, which can also lead us into Disneyland news. And that is, we have a sort of date for the changeover from Splash Mountain to, drumroll, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Yes. And that is, they're saying it's going to be opening late 2024, which means almost nothing. (laughs) Uh, You can just probably imagine that it's going to happen in October or later uh, at both parks. So at Walt Disney World and at Disneyland. So thoughts on that? I'm staying neutral. <laughs> I'm I like excited. The way it is. I, I, I still haven't watched, still haven't watched Princess and the Frog. So I have no opinions. That's my opinion. Well, they, I have no opinions. <laughs> <laughs> they are saying that this is going to be a continuation of the movie. So all I have to say is they better do a good job. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm sure that they will. Uh, I can't imagine that they would screw it up. I would hope that they have input from the movie creators, like the director and the script writers. And I I would hope that there's like a pretty intense collaboration going on there to make sure that her story gets told properly. But I love that movie it's so good it's the music is awesome the characters are cool it is interesting that they're doing it as a continuation of her story so i'm imagining that some of the big characters that did not finish out the movie we'll say (laughs) are not gonna be in the attraction but i they always come up with weird ways to do things. So I will see how they play that out, but I'm excited. I'm ready. I always had kind of a, just that it just did not sit right. You know, I, I didn't go on it. It opened in 1989. I think it was 1989. Uh, I didn't go on it until in the nineties, like mid nineties. But by then I was, almost out of high school and I knew exactly where the characters came from. And I never could understand like how a bunch of people sat in a room and thought that that was a good idea. (laughs) Um, But it's kind of funny because in talking to people that are younger than us, they thought that that was just like, they literally thought it was an original attraction And that Disney just like spontaneously made up those characters, like the characters in the Haunted Mansion. Like they had no idea that it had come from a previous IP. So maybe 
I don't know, maybe I'm the dumb one. (laughs) I didn't like the ride. Like I enjoyed it. The music was good. You know, they tried to remove the cringe parts, I guess. Like they took, they removed that half of the spirit of what it originally came from. But man, I'm excited to get some like jazzy music up in there and just, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. So I hope that you watch the movie before the attraction opens. That's the plan. Maybe I'll get, uh, maybe I'll get, uh, James has joined me. He's listening in today. Uh, Maybe I'll get him to make that a monthly, one of our monthly movies. He goes on month on movie kicks and we watch the same movie every day, multiple times a day. So that's good. Maybe we'll throw that into the mix one day. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd like to hear, like, what he thinks about all the characters. So I like the alligator that wants to be a musician. And I love Mama Odie. And Charlotte is hilarious. Laddie, which is Tiana's best friend. She is spastic. (laughs) She she is. Yeah, she's crazy. But uh, no, I think it's a good pick. It's a fun movie. It's very colorful and the music is good and it's set in the United States. So I'll watch it this week. <laughs> uh, okay. That leads us into Disneyland news. Yes. What's new at Disneyland? Uh, well, we just got word that September 1st is the last day for the electrical light parade and World of Color, right? No, uh, Main Street Electrical Main Street. Parade and Disneyland Forever. Forever, that's Disneyland it. Disneyland Forever you. Fireworks. Yes. So that is ending September 1st. It's like a couple of days before D23, I think. Yes. I forgot what day D23 is, but it's <laughs> like right around there. So that'll be fun for them to... If they get rid of World of Color, I will cry forever. <laughs> I have not seen it yet. I love it. It's so good. I know they've made updates since the last time I saw it, but I'm sure it can only get better from what I saw. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. That is a big one. And if you do want to go and check it out, Disneyland actually has a special offer right now where you can save up to 25% off your room, staying at one of the three Disneyland resorts. So that's something to kind of get you over onto the west coast and go check that stuff out when is that for like what range does that cover in time do you have to go before september 1st or so nope it is uh able to be booked you have to travel by you have to travel must be completed by september 30th okay all right couple months it's worth it i love disneyland and i every time i've been it's been in july so (laughs) i can't tell you about what the weather's like the rest of the time but i mean it's southern california so you pretty much know what the weather is going to be right yeah what was the other oh nemo nemo's coming back too so yep the new uh finding nemo submarine voyage is reopening on july 25th at disneyland park so pictures look awesome they do like super vibrant like they really kicked it up a notch bibbidi bobbidi boutique is also coming back 
I think at both resorts, I think Disney World and or has yes. has Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique already been back at Walt Disney World? No. Yeah, at, on August twenty fifth. Right, and then August thirty first, I believe the Harmony Barbershop comes back also, so you can go and get your first haircuts. And whatnot at Magic Kingdom. Oh, people have been waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they have. That's been a long time coming. Yep. It seems like we're almost there because Hoopty so Doo also just came back, mm-hmm. and over at the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campgrounds at Walt Disney World, and I know the first probably a week's worth of shows were sold out like as soon as they went live. <laughs> so I'm so happy that that's back. So it seems like, I mean, what, what else are we waiting for? Like the orchestra, at the grand Floridian, is that going to come back? I, you know, yeah, I know there's little things that we're waiting on and when they announce them, we'll be like, yay, but yay, this is a lot of that. Yeah. This is a, like a lot of that big stuff. So I think the biggest thing right now is the fact that you can hug a character. Like the fact that that's back, that is, that's very helpful. That's what I was waiting for. I'm like, when we can hug characters again, that's when I know it. it's Disney is back for real. Right. Because it's not the same standing 20 feet away from somebody and like, you know, no. <laughs> they're sort of like photo bombing you, but you actually want that picture. <laughs> right. It just looks like somebody photobombed you when you actually take that selfie. But yeah, that was kind of the big thing. I always feel like if you can't hug a character, it's not really, it's not really back back. But now that they've got like, I was more excited for character hugging than fireworks parades, like all that stuff is great, but yeah, I agree. I think it it gives it more of that like real Disney feel. Like that's get to meet your your favorite person that you're wanting to go with or go for. Yeah, like because we're going there because we know these characters, right? So yeah, that was a big one. Uh, okay. So we did Disney World. We did Disneyland. Disneyland Paris has some stuff going on we've got i'm only touching on this one because they have a lot of stuff coming (laughs) so avengers campus is is arriving soon this summer i don't think it's open yet let me see what does it say here they've done behind the scenes looks with fans so that that's going to be opening soon which means if you want to see Avengers Campus, but you don't want to go to Disneyland, you have another place to go see it. It's not the exact same, but it has the same spirit, the same huspa. I was just watching somebody, <laughs> I was just watching somebody who just got back from Disneyland Paris, and they said that it's weird because in Disney World, in Disney World and in Disneyland, when you get into the queue for the attractions... You're, it's like, you know, single or double file, like you're close with your party and that's it. And when you're in the lines for the attractions in Paris, it's like just massiveness and like you're fighting to keep your spot because it's like just masses amount of people that can fit around you in the line. I don't know that I experienced that, but I was also 
by myself. So I kind of just fit in places. Right. <laughs> but maybe it in the Tower of Terror like, line. But... Yeah, they said it wasn't for everything. It was for like pirates, haunted mansion, I think. There were a couple of things she said that that happened with. Yeah, there is a part of haunted in the of the haunted mansion queue where it's like a wider queue and it's but that the line moves so fast cuz it's a continuous Right. You know, it's just the continuous like how it is at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. So I can see that. But yeah, it, Disneyland Paris is uh, I, I'm I'm working on getting some people on the show to talk about it with. I don't want to say who, um, but I, I ha- possibly have some people who are more familiar we'll say to do like a crash course on Disneyland Paris for Americans (laughs) uh I I know that a lot of the information that I have is the same now as it was when I went like things change but they don't change that fast and not all at once (laughs) so it has its issues like the food is a problem still and it's been five years since I was there. There's some food problems. But overall, I love it. And I think that it's a great Disney resort. You just have to go in knowing that you're going to a Disney resort in Europe and not the United States. Right. And people's disposition and their culture is different. So if you know that and you don't travel as an entitled person, then <laughs> you will have a great time. <laughs> so... That is my opinion, and I could talk about that for a lot of time, but I'm not going to because we have other stuff to touch on. <laughs> uh, do you, What do you want to do next? I'll let you decide because everything else is kind of uh, Disney Cruise out Line? there in the world. Disney Cruise Line, go for it. Uh, so we all know that the Disney Wish is DCL, Disney Cruise Line's newest uh, ship, so... I believe we post. I posted some pictures on the group page from one of our agents that was on the inaugural sailing. Holy cow. The ship looks beautiful. So there's a lot of new stuff, obviously, on the ship if you've been on Disney Cruise Line. Three new dining rooms, table service dining areas that you get to eat in. Uh, one's Frozen theme, one is Marvel theme, and one is... 1923 so the year that walt disney studios was founded paulo is on the ship again which is you know on a couple of the other ships still includes some of the nightclubs for kids some of the newer things is the aqua mouse so it's the first ever disney attraction at sea it's a water experience that's also immersive with show scenes Featuring Mickey Mouse shorts, so much like... Your favorite. (laughs) Yes, my absolute favorite. Um, (laughs) There's a Star Wars bar, which looks kind of cool. It's called Hyperspace Lounge, so I guess a lot of people are saying that you have to get reservations for it like as soon as you get on the ship. But if you haven't seen the pictures already on the group page, go and check it out. I'm not going to go through every little thing. There's some really neat pictures in there. There's lots of beautiful rooms. 
regular standard staterooms, just like any normal Disney Cruise Line, Ocean View staterooms. And if you really want to have some fun on it, get one of the tower suites, which is bigger than my house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw some pictures inside one of those. I was like, if somebody wanted to buy that for me, I would not turn it down. I'm not. I mean, legit, the, the concierge wish tower suite is 34 square feet away from 2000. It's 1966 square feet. 2,000 oh square feet. 2000, that's insane. Anyways, <laughs> check it out. Um, there are, if you are going to cruise, make sure, you know, we talk about the up-to-date COVID protocols that you do need to follow in order to go on the Disney Cruise Line, but that is the best Disney Cruise Line news that I have for you today. I did see pictures of the Oceaneer Club that's for the kids. Oh my gosh. That the guy that was like doing the design work on that, I forget his name. I will try to find his Instagram account because he was posting photos that of, you know, this some of the spaces that he worked on. And I was like, dude, I want you to come to my house. <laughs> Cause there was like Alice in Wonderland stuff. And you know, like anything Alice in Wonderland doesn't have any straight edges. Everything's a curve. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like how do you make furniture that's curved you know but it's just like the murals on the walls oh my gosh i'm like why is this for children and not adults i'll tell you what (laughs) honestly disney does it right when it comes to these kids clubs now they are themed in age so you have to be certain ages to go in certain areas um yeah but they are you, if you're into video games, there's like a video game section, and this goes for all Disney Cruise Lines, not necessarily just the Wish. Um, if you're into being artistic, like there's a little section that you could just sit and draw. Um, it's, I want to be a kid on a cruise. I know that's what I was thinking. I'm like, why, where was this when I was a kid? We had the big red boat. Do you remember right. that? Yes. <laughs> that's a blast from the past uh but no i saw the pictures from that and so cute just oh my gosh i would not feel bad leaving my kid there at all and then the other thing which i think i posted in the group i saw i try not to like watch videos or any i might look at some pictures i did see pictures from the aqueduct uh i try not to watch too much because Someday I hope I can go and do it myself and I don't want everything to just be like, oh, it wasn't as good as it looked in the video kind of thing. But I did see a short video of the frozen dinner with Wandering Oaken. Yes. And there is an actual guy. There is an actual Wandering Oaken. And I and he talks like Wandering Oak. Like, it's just perfect. And he, like, does the little tap walk thing <laughs> like he's walking on his tippy toes and I, it's all I can think about like I just want to go on the cruise and go do that dinner 
Yes. Like it just, I have to go do that now. It's all I can think about. Like, why is there not a wandering oak and walk around character at the park? Like now, now, now I want all wandering oaken all the time. (laughs) Like they have multiple Disney character meet and greets. They should do uh, where after you meet Olaf, you can meet wandering oaken. I know. They're missing the boat here. I mean, no pun intended. (laughs) But yeah, so it does look really cool. So yeah, I've seen people say that they've been on other Disney, you know, people that have been on other Disney cruises that got to go on the like, the media cruise and the uh, inaugural cruise, which just happened on July 14th, I think it was. And they're saying it's like a Disney cruise line, but with more Disney. And I'm like, heck yeah, let's yeah. do it. Well, and the chandelier <laughs> in the Grand Hall looks like Cinderella's wedding dress. Yes. Oh, or not it's wedding so dress, beautiful. Cinderella's dress, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. it looks really awesome. So that's cool. I'm, ex- I'm excited for everybody that gets to go on it. And I yes. hope someday I'll get to go on it too. So, uh, question, are you able to edit back to uh, when we talked about Haunted Mansion for a minute? Because James is here and he wants to add a piece of something he learned about Haunted Mansion when we talked about that. Oh, yes. James, do tell us. All right, James, go ahead. Um, Got to talk up. In Pirates of the Caribbean in the jail scene, some of the modes from the pirates are in Haunted Mansion. I mean, why not, right? You have the mold. You might as well use it. Cool. Where did you learn that from? YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the internet, Mom. It's got to be true. <laughs> Those are from TPM vids. Yeah, TPM vids. Okay. Cool. Is that the only Disney news you have to share for now? Okay. All right. Continue. uh next thing is adventures by disney uh all right so two pieces of information about adventures by disney nothing really actually yeah two uh so disney is raising the minimum age of the land adventures it used to be the minimum age on some of the adventures was four they're raising it to five so if you have any youngins that do want to go you know obviously we would talk about the minimum age Anyone who wanted to do the private jet, I'm afraid it is sold out. So that is no longer possible if you wanted to do that. If only, if only I could have gotten that reservation fast enough. Like, yeah, I never, know. never mind that it's a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> right. Never going to be on my radar, but I knew it would sell out. Oh, I know. Yes. Very, it, it sold out a lot faster than I thought. And the last thing, if you are into Adventures by Disney, and this kind of is going to take us into another little thing, you can save by booking early. There is an offer if you book by August 8th um, for select departures between March 10th of 2023 and March, 20, March 31st of 2024. You can save up to $500 per person. There are some exclusions when doing it, but there are lots of different places that you can go and adventure to. And do you have to have Disney Plus for that? Or no, is there this is just, just a automatically applied? 
Yep. Yep. Automatically applied. So anyone who has not heard yet, I will be doing, my husband and I are going to be doing the Adventures by Disney to Costa Rica at the end of August. So that is going to take place the very last week of August. Uh, We'll be gone for a week. We'll be starting in San Jose and checking out the volcano that's there and going ziplining and a chocolate rainforest and snorkeling hot springs there's lots of things that we're going to get to do um anyone who doesn't know just a quick tidbit before i have all the information of actually doing one most of your meals are included transportation accommodations and all of your excursions are included in the price so it is quite the adventure that i'm very much looking forward to i can't wait (laughs) And we do have a post in the Facebook group if you guys want to post questions uh, in that thread or you can email them to me or to Katie so that we can answer your questions when we do her trip review. So yes, if you have questions about anything, you know, either just generally Adventures by Disney related or how she's preparing to travel to Costa Rica or anything specific about her itinerary, you can send them to our email at mainandmagic at gmail.com or you can email her at kfisher at nyaaa.com, which I will have in the show notes so you can find it easy. Uh, I think that's all of our news. I think that was all the news. I don't have anything else on my list. Do you? No, that was everything. So two things that we're going to talk about now. The first thing is Bob Tapak got an extension on his contract. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> did you just throw up in your mouth a little bit? <laughs> I'm sure did. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So as one does, <laughs> I have been scrolling Twitter the last, you know, few days or weeks or whatever since we found this out. And I think we all knew it was going to happen, but we had some like false hope that it wouldn't happen, but we all knew that it would because there's no one to replace him. So <laughs> there's this Twitter account and it's It's kind of funny because I have no idea who this person is, but the Twitter account is Barnabas T. Bullion, which some of you may know as a SEA character, which apparently is a Disney deep track, but I didn't know that. I thought it was like a moderate Disney track (laughs) because I feel like there's a lot of people that know about the SEA, but anyway... So I don't know who's behind this account, but whomever it is mentioned that we got exactly what Bob Iger not necessarily wanted, but we should have expected that he would have been not like previous CEOs, not a Michael Eisner, not a Walt Disney, because Bob Iger was not like those people. Right. Bob Iger, for lack of a better phrase, wasn't creative. He commandeered other 
properties. That was what he did for 15 years. He got Pixar. He got Star Wars. He got Fox. He got Marvel. That's what he did. He he got creative things from other brands, right? And brought them under the Disney umbrella. Whereas Michael Eisner was like, let's build all these different themed hotels. Why don't we have characters at Epcot? Let's get some characters in here, right? He was a creative person, but he also had a partner, right? He's the CEO and the president is Frank Wells. Walt Disney is the CEO and Roy Disney is, you know what I mean? Like there was a balance there. There was a money guy that knew how to like negotiate and like be respectful. Right. (laughs) And then there was a creative guy whose head was in the clouds all the time. And they had to, they had to work together. Well, Bob Iger was just commandeering all of these properties. Not necessarily. I don't want to, you know, I mean, we did get Shanghai Disney, but like there's already a lot of theme parks on the planet that you can kind of like, get your inspiration from so it's probably not that hard like you know what i mean (laughs) compared to like there's only one other theme park in the whole wide world and you're building the second one and you have you know you have one track record versus seven track records so yeah i thought that that was a really great point so we have this guy who's not particularly creative he just likes to acquire other properties where people are being creative And then he chooses a successor who is obsessed with money. Mm -hmm. So we got exactly, we got exactly what he chose. And now he, Bob Iger, (laughs) is acting surprised about it and complaining and saying that he regrets his decision. So I'm curious what you think about that. I don't know. Uh, I mean. Did you like Bob Iger? Like, did you like him as a CEO? Yeah. I never I mean, did. I, 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 he wasn't, he wasn't Michael Eisner. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, I know. <laughs> it, but to be fair, I really never had any opinion of him at all, really. Cause I just, when he was CEO, I didn't have, I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, I guess. So I just went to the parks. I enjoyed what the parks had to offer. I went every couple of years and enjoyed the new things. And I really didn't, I I truly didn't have an opinion of it. I just had a love for Disney and that was it. Now that I'm on this side of it and hearing opinions, I have strong opinions. It's hard to try to have positive things to say about people spending more money. But you need it. Like right now, the way it is, if you want to see anything, you have to spend the money. And it sucks, absolutely sucks, that you have to spend more money going to Disney. You're already paying an arm and a leg. But I wouldn't go without it. Like, I wouldn't go without it. So, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I personally don't like Bob Iger. I can separate that from, I I do think that what he did was good. Like, I think it was good to bring Pixar under the umbrella of Disney because Steve Jobs wanted to do that. 
but he had a falling out with Michael Eisner. So Iger got there, you know, he took over in the nick of time, I guess you could say. Right. And was able to facilitate that continuing to happen. And I do think it was good that they got Marvel because it was so piecemeal and it's still kind of piecemeal, but it's, it's a lot more whole being under the Disney umbrella than it was before. Right. And now that they've acquired Fox, now we have like all of the properties that Fox had. Yeah. But I'm even thinking the Marvel characters that they had access to and the rights to use those, you know, when you purchase Fox and they have those Marvel characters. Now we we have all those extra Marvel characters, which they use to their advantage because they, there was a very brief scene. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but there was a very brief scene in Miss Marvel. If anybody watched that series, it just ended where they referenced something that had previously belonged to Fox, like when it was outside of the Disney umbrella and they were not able to use it at all. So we're starting to see these things kind of mesh together now. And I think it's pretty cool. So I do think that Bob Iger did good things, but he always rubbed me the wrong way. I just have like a really weird feeling about him as a person. And I think the thing that really got to me was, and and this is a Chapek thing too. So this is these two guys working together and failing. (laughs) If anybody remembers back in like 2015, like 250 people got called in to offices at Disney World and they were told that their jobs were being replaced like that they they were being replaced by people that they had hired through H1B visas and that they had three months left on the job and during that three months they would be training their replacements and from that moment I was mad at Disney and I was specifically mad at Bob Iger and Bob Chapek because those are the two geniuses that came up with that. And that to me, that was the first, that was the canary in the coal mine about money because you're not hiring temporary workers for high, these were like high tech jobs. In fact, so high tech, These guys were doing so good that they thought that they were getting called into the offices because they thought they were getting bonuses. That's how bad this was. So you're taking highly skilled workers, telling them they have to train their replacements, which are coming in on H-1B visas, which you know they're going to pay less to. They're going to pay these guys less money. To me, that was like the canary in the coal mine. And I've been on the lookout ever since. So now that we have Bob J. Peck in charge... To me, it's just more of the same thing. So this leads me into my next thing because I feel like there's a money trail here. Yep. Okay. Okay. Let me gather myself because I am super fired up about this. So we recently learned that Disney College program students are getting hired without ever speaking to a human. Now... You might not necessarily know what the process was before. So I want to talk about that for a minute. So you can go back. There's We did talk to a few somewhat recent Disney College program students 
Connor Brown, who does WDW Opinion. He was there in 2016, and I think also 2017. And Nick Swader, who was also in 2016. So I know that's, you know, six years ago, but as recently as 2019, I've heard that the process that they went through was the same. And it was pretty much the same process that Katie and I went through. The delivery was just slightly different. So you apply and then you get an interview. So mine and Katie's interviews were in person. We had to go to a campus and actually talk to a recruiter that was there from Disney. So they had recruiters that, you know, they had an area that they would travel to. Like, I think my recruiter covered Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, and Illinois. Katie's probably had like New York, Pennsylvania and something, you know. So they would travel around to the campuses, you would do your interview, and then you would wait to find out if you got your job. That's pretty much how it was for you, right? Yep. Group interview. Yep. And I was asked questions like a normal interview, like a go to a job interview when you're 16 years old, like the type of questions you're asked. I dressed the part. I dressed it to impress. It was a real live interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Just like any job that you would ex- expect from any job, right? You have to fill out an application with your name, address, you know, background information, like your jobs, then things that you've had, references, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as recently as 2019, it was the same, except for instead of the in-person interview, you would do a Zoom interview. I had heard of some kids doing phone interviews instead of the Zoom interview. I think that's like the backup if you're having tech issues or live in an area that doesn't have good upload speeds for the internet, right? Right. So, and I, I'm still okay with that. I, I can still I can still be on board with a phone interview or a Zoom interview because you're still talking to somebody. Exactly. You get, you're having a human connection and you're building rapport with that person. Right. So what we learned is that you still fill out your application and then you get an online, basically, it's a test slash interview and and it's timed. So you have only so many seconds to answer each question and they'll ask you things like, you have to rate them like you strongly agree, you agree, you're neutral, you slightly disagree, or you strongly disagree. And it'll be things like, I'm good at keeping track of my schedule, you know, strongly agree. I'm a clean, I like my workspace to be clean and tidy, you know, all those things. And then there's another section where it's very scenario based. So they might ask you, what would you do if you found a lost child? And there would be four answers. Like I would try to find their parents. I would ask the child's name. I would call my supervisor. And then you have to choose one of those answers. They're all correct. But one of them, the first thing that you do, you know, you have to find figure out which one of those things you should do first. And then that's it. (laughs) That's the interview, a test on the internet. And it's a personality quiz. Anybody could pass that. I know. And so, and you, from what I'm hearing from 
people that have gone through this process is you'll find out right away, you know, within minutes, there'll be something, uh, a message that pops up essentially. And once you hit submit on it, that says you are no longer in consideration, which means you are not going to be doing that Disney college program or that you're a strong candidate, which means now you have to wait to see if you've actually been accepted to a position. So here and, I have so many thoughts. Oh They're just gosh. swirling around my head. <laughs> okay. I have to, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt a second because go, I, you can go. I, <laughs> I had, I'm not going to get into details. I don't think I got into details when I did my trip review in November. I did have an interaction with a cast member that was not pleasant at all. And it was a... Okay, let's, before we get into that, before we get into that. Go. Let's just talk about the problems with this. So... Yeah. This is what I'm connect, my, what I'm connecting to with the other thing with Bob Iger and Bob Chapek and following the money trail. Mm-hmm. The Disney college program, okay, I don't want to act like Disney is just taking from the Disney college program students because I do, I, I don't I don't think I know. I personally know that that on having that on your resume is a big deal. Oh, a hundred percent. So you are you are getting something for it. We didn't make a lot of money. None. <laughs> I've said, I've said elsewhere, when I took my Disney college program acceptance, like when I accepted it, uh, we were making $6 an hour, yep. right? I left a job where I was making $10 an hour as a 21 year old. That was a lot of money in 2001. Mm-hmm. So I took a, I, I left that $10 an hour job to go work for $6 an hour and struggled. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I got zero paychecks. How many zero times paychecks. did we s- literally stealing food? Like at the end of the night, cause we worked in quick service food and beverage. Well, at least for part of it, when I was in merchantainment, I just had to deal. <laughs> right. But when I moved over to quick service food and beverage, any food that was left at the end of the night, we had to throw away. Right. So if there were pretzels left at the end of the night, because I worked at a location that sold soft pretzels. Yep. If we if there was a way for us to sneak those into our bags without getting caught, we did. And that would be my dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I starved to death, but like when you I mean, you're a college student, you know, <laughs> you know right. how to save money on food, right? <laughs> Fairfax uh, fries, uh, when, uh, when they had the McDonald's fry cart, we'd eat fries. Yeah, if, if your friend was working, you might be able to slip them something. I mean, it was hard. It was And a, here's the was, other thing, is there's, there's a food court for cast members behind the scenes. You have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, you're a cast member here. Here's your lunch coupon. You have to take your $0 paycheck and figure out how you're going to now not only pay for the food in your house for your days off, but to pay for your lunch on the days you're working with $0. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, it, was, it was hard. It was hard. It was worth it. But 100% it was worth it, but it was very hard. I'm not sitting here to, to complain about the pay because- no. There's a lot of internships out there where you don't get paid at all. So I, you know, I don't want to get that, too much on that, but it is, 
but it is cheap labor. Yes. And it was part of the interview process too, where they said, you will not leave. If you're coming into this thinking you're going to have come go home with thousands of dollars, you're not there. This is not, you basically are getting paid to survive is, is what you're getting yeah. paid. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. You, I mean, you're learning about money management and stuff too. I mean, it's, it's a normal college thing, but it's, it is cheaper labor. If you look at the way that they brought back hiring after when they started coming back from the pandemic, they brought on, of course, the union workers first, and they just couldn't wait. Like they were very much raring to go to bring back Disney college program because that saves them a lot of money in wages and insurance and all of that stuff. And I'm not going to begrudge them that their company, there's two sides to that, right? But here's the problem. If you're not speaking with the people that you're hiring before you hire them, then you don't know what you're hiring. Right. If I, if somebody came to me right now and said, Dawn, I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm thinking about applying to the Disney college program. The first thing I would tell them is to set up a video camera for their computer when they take the test so that if they fail it, they can watch the recording back and study the questions, right? Because if there's an algorithm that's hiring people for you, there's going to be, people are going to figure out the algorithm to beat your algorithm. And I'm hearing about kids trying three and four or five times before they actually get accepted. And this, and this is with the zoom interviews where you can't hide, like you were saying, even on the phone, there's things you can't hide because there's things like there's nuances, like on a Zoom interview, you can still see someone. So you can you can see body language, you can hear tone. Even on the phone, you take the body language away, there's still that nuance and you have a person on the other line with intuition that can hear the changes in your tone and the pauses and the way, you know, the way your voice changes or cracks. They can tell, but on the computer, all of that is gone. So this leads me into, did they just get rid of the hiring department for the Disney College program? Yep. Is it a department that was once, you know, 100 people covering all different areas of the United States and like hiring from all those different areas get reduced to like one guy that waits for those things to come in on the computer. Cause that's the impression that I'm getting, which leads me into my next thing, which is your, your recent experiences. Yeah. It was horrible. And these, like they have no personal skills. It, it, I had a, not an altercation at all. I, I would never in Disney let myself get to that point, but the disrespect that a cast member who was clearly a college program person based on their age might not have been, but more than likely based on their age had absolutely no personal skills and did not know how to talk to somebody who was honestly didn't know the right answer. And that was me. I didn't know. I I was doing something wrong. I didn't know it was wrong. I was trying to get an explanation and I was basically the way I was talked to was so incredibly 
if if I if we would have done that on our college program, we would have been done immediately fired immediately. And here was the answer that I got when I did say something. That's not the first time we've had complaints about the cast members at that location. Oh, okay. Well, that fixes everything. Thank you for that. It was so, and now hearing this, that this is how they do the hiring process, that explains everything. Because if you're (laughs) a somewhat intelligent person, I can look at this going, hmm, okay, Walt Disney, what kind of answer do they want me to say when they ask, am I a timely person? Well, yeah, of course I am. Am I neat? Heck yeah, I'm neat. Uh, Do I show up on time? Do I go to bed early of course i'm going to answer strongly agree to all those questions like and that explains a lot it really does i don't know and that's the other thing too is i don't know if this is just for the disney college program this could be the process for any frontline entry-level worker because they do hire people into quick service food and beverage and attractions and custodial you don't have to have any training. I mean, they hire 16-year-olds. You can go work there after school, you know. So if that's the hiring process beyond even the Disney College program for entry-level positions, I mean, wow. Because you don't even have the capability now to say, this person would be better as a Jungle Cruise skipper. Right. Right, you gotta be a special kind of person. Yes. <laughs> the Jungle Cruise skipperdom is like kind of a cult. <laughs> if I'm being oh, honest. Yeah. <laughs> it it's is a special a special group of kids. <laughs> uh, 100%. I say that with love. You know, yes. I say that oh, with yeah. love. <laughs> but You know, you don't have that. Again, you've completely eradicated the ability to judge the nuance of the person in front of you to say, oh, this person is definitely like they need to be frontline, like out there with guests. They're so, you know, they're so sweet and so nice. And like you get those feelings about people where as you get feelings about other people, like this person values organization and they're kind of quiet and they would be awesome for, you know, managing food supplies behind the scenes. You know, you eradicate all of that right. on, by doing an, a test slash online interview. It's not even an interview. I mean, it's it really is like a personality test and they're just using an algorithm to say yes or no. So right. when I learned this, I was beside myself because all of a sudden it all made sense (laughs) right oh 100 percent, yes and you're right i like you get these algorithms and all these people are passing like you i mean i'm basically reiterating what you just said but i didn't even i i thought about it and it didn't click until you just said it but now you have okay let's just say me you sarah you know we all get accepted because we all pass this algorithm I love my sister and all, but she's a she's a back of the house kind of person. Like she's very, <laughs> you know, like she, it's not that she's nasty. It's not that she's mean. She's very smart. She's very. She should not be necessarily like doing 
front of the park entrance kind of job where she's going to see all kinds of people and they're going to get mad because their ticket's not working because she'll lose her stuff. <laughs> like, but she would be a really good candidate for, say, quick service food and beverage somewhere or I don't know. But if you're just doing a personality test and then they say, okay, we need this person, you're going to be here. What? I, I don't know. I, I, it's stupid. It is a hundred percent says so much. I, I don't even know. And the thing is most cast members are still ready to help you. Yes, they, they are. As long as you don't march up there with an attitude. I tell all my clients, remember, you get more flies with honey than vinegar. Not saying that they're going to give yep. you all kinds of free things by being super nice and like, oh, how's your day? Thank you for doing what you're doing. You're not going to get like a free dinner out of it, but they're going to be more willing to help. Yes, but I have been seeing stories more and more lately of just indifference where they say, I don't know. And that's the answer. Or that they're just kind of flat out rude. And I understand that people can have a bad day and things like that. But this, this is more than that. Right. This is, this is Disney being willing to have more bad apples in the batch to save money than to make sure that they're really doing everything in their power to get the best cast members they can get. So anyway, now that we know this, (laughs) I will say I do still, I do still tell people and I do still want people who are interested to go and apply. I mean, I have no regrets in my college program whatsoever. I made amazing friends who I clearly still talk to. I have awesome experiences It was the best experience of my life, but it sucks if this is the process that they're going to keep on how to get into it. Yeah. And this is, I mean, this is not unheard of, right? Corporations are doing this now. You know, IBM and Amazon is probably doing this, right? For hiring. Probably. But how hard is it to tape a box? My thought is you're hiring someone to have personal contact with people that are visiting your theme park. Shouldn't you have personal contact with the people that you're hiring to have personal contact with your guests? Yep. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. So I'm just, I, when I learned about this new hiring process, my jaw hit the floor and... I might have passed out for a minute. I don't know. (laughs) Or had an out-of-body experience or something. So I I feel like this could be a compounding problem down the line. But, you know, obviously Disney College Program turns over twice a year. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's always kids coming and going because of the way they space out the start of each program. But, yeah. So... Just be aware that that's happening and go in with a good attitude. And if someone is blatantly rude to you. Name and city that they're from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and time of day. Time of day. And you can tell happens. somebody. Yes, you can. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying, you know, if. 
they didn't give if you they got you the answer <laughs> yeah like you can't just be mean to people and if you went in with an attitude and somebody gave you an attitude you know like check right. your emotions you know and make sure that you're really doing it honestly but yeah if you have an issue you can tell somebody and you shouldn't feel bad about it because it's a learning experience right mm -hmm. has anyone ever had a job and not been scolded <laughs> You know, have you never had to have a sit down with your boss and be told, like, we don't do that or you need to, you know, like had a behavior correction on some issue or another. So, right. Yeah. We have to help them help themselves, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, okay. I, I think I spilled my guts on that. Do you have <laughs> anything else that you want to add? No, nope. I'm gonna, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave most of my opinions to myself. No. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Well, that's all the news that we've got right now. Um, news and views. <laughs> yeah. I am working on getting up a blog post uh, to go with our Lilo and Stitch episodes about the marketing campaign that took place that I think you guys will enjoy. Uh, that actually might be up by the time this goes live. So if it is up by the time this goes live, I'll put the link in the show notes. And I think that's it for now. Do you got anything else you want to add? I don't. James, do you have anything else you want to add? No, no, no. We're good on this. <laughs> we're, we're good here in Buffalo. All right. Well, then we'll take a second and say see you guys real soon. See you real soon. See you real soon. <laughs> I even did Mickey's voice. Try it one more time. Hurry. That's the best shot. Hurry. Let's Before say it on three. Off. Let's say it Ready? on three, okay? One, two, two three. three. See you real soon. That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us. Thanks to my guest, Katie Fisher, from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you are heading to the Disney parks or are looking at booking a Disney cruise or Adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts along with custom planning and itineraries all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com or you can email her directly at kfisher at nyaaa.com. Now that you've had a listen, we invite you to join our Main and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode. You're welcome to pop in to share ideas, stories, or photos, and to connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have fun. Head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Main and Magic to join. If you've got a comment or a question, you can email me at mainandmagic at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on social media and pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening, and of course, in the Disney tradition around here, we don't like to say goodbye, so we say see you real soon. Bye.